time to assemble a squad, baby. Let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Black Geek Cool. We're talking about the season finale of The Mandalorian, Chapter 16, The Rescue. But before we get into that, go ahead and hit that like button or hit the five stars if you're listening to the audio version, the like button if you're listening to the YouTube version. Also, hit the subscribe if you're listening to the YouTube version. But yeah, we're going to get into this episode. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, this will be spoilers, so if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Most likely you have, because I'm late on this one. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to get into this episode. But also, if you could share uh, all the links for Blackie Cool, let friends know about the channel, the podcast, and so we get more viewers and help us in the algorithm and all that good stuff. Um, but let's get into this episode. So Mando, Boba, Finnick, and Kara Kara, or is it Kara? Kara stops a ship that happens to have the professor, aka the scientist that was working on Grogu, uh, on it. And, you know, they're taking him hostage, trying to find out where uh, Moff Gideon's ship is and how to pretty much get on his ship. In the process, there's two, like, flight, two pilots there, and there. One guy was like, hey, you can have no problem. I want to deal with this. The other guy shot that guy, and then he started taunting uh, Cara Dune about how the Death Star destroyed all her people and destroyed her planet. And then she was like, well, we destroyed one of the Death Stars. Then he got mad. It was like, yeah, you're terrible terrorists and all this other stuff. And he has a scientist like, as a hostage. He's like, I'm going to shoot him. But I'm like, dude, if you're trying to get out of this situation, why is you why is you antagonizing this woman? She gonna blow your face off, and of course she blew his face off. So I don't understand that guy's motive. But they got the scientists, so now they're getting information out of him, figuring out how Moff Gideon's ship work and best way to go about it, and about the dark troopers. They get all the information. So then, um, Bando and Boba. Go recruit some more help. They go get the other Mandalorians, uh, Boa, Boa Katan. And I don't remember her name, the other Mandalorian with her, her partner, I forget her name. But the dude's not there, which is really weird. I don't know why that dude wasn't there. I wonder where he went. It does set up this awesome female raid on um, Moff Gideon's ship, which is really cool. But uh, what happened to dude? Where'd he go? Let us know. So... Mando Boba is talking to him like, hey, we need your help. Uh, and then uh, her other sidekick is giving Boba shade about not being a real Mandalorian. He was like, look, I don't care. I didn't say I was a real Mandalorian. But you keep talking, I'm going to put these hands on you. <laughs> so she talks. Uh, I think her name is Sasha Banks who plays that character. I don't know the character's name. She talks. And she was better when she was strong and silent because i'm not gonna hate on her but it wasn't the greatest line delivery there and it kind of took away from her a little bit but they had this little scuffle which was not bad the little fight they had it was on point they're using the jetpacks they both flamethrowed at the same time but then bogotan was like hey stop we get it y'all are both badasses if you did this when we were fighting the empire we probably would still have our planet (laughs) 
So she threw shade at both of them. Was like, hey, y'all doing too much. But uh, Mando's like, look, we need your help. They got the child. We're going after Moff Gideon. And the moment she heard Moff Gideon, she was like, I'm in. There's no reason to talk about this anymore. Let's go. So they come up with a plan to get into Moff Gideon's ships through the port where they shoot out. Uh, uh, what are those things? I forgot the bad guy's ships with the the ball and the X-Wing. No, it's not X-Wing. Um, I forgot the name of those ships. You know I'm still not all versed in Star Wars. I'm still learning. Uh, but that's their plan. So what they do is has Boba chase them like they're in the spaceship they captured with the scientists in it. And they're like, hey, we need to get back in. We're being chased. So the... Moff Gideon's ship's like, hold on, we're sending out fighters first. And they were like, we don't have time. And they end up going right through, crashing in, getting in the ship. Even though Moff Gideon clearly is like, something's going on. What's going on here? Boba Fett ends up running away. So Boba Fett is not there helping him in the battle, which will... I kind of understand why now. Because if you'd have seen somebody that showed up later, they might have had their own little fight. But they make it on the ship. So their plan is for everybody to storm the bridge except Mando, have Mando sneak off and try to get the child. So when this happens, when they get on the ship, uh, Moff Gideon says, ready to dark troopers, gets them all set up. For some reason, the dark troopers take forever to get online because they uh, drain so much power from the ship. So they're in standby mode. So they have to be rebooted. Clearly, we we just travel space time but we can't keep robots online that makes no sense <laughs> but it it helps with the plot along so the the women uh Finnick, Boba Katan, her sidekick and Cara Dune are just going through the ship laying waste to these guys these ladies are doing their thing shooting people uh blastering people Flipping people, the man, the Mandalorians using their jetpacks, which is always awesome. Uh, Cara Dune's having trouble with her gun at times, so she's like fixing it here and there, and then it totally jams on her. And Fennec saves her, and then she gets in this elevator and she's trying to fix her gun, which is hilarious. It really, it works really good. It works really good. She's just banging it. And she gives the cock right. And she's like, no, I'm good now. And they go back to whooping butt. It's really cool. Really cool to see them tactically go through this spaceship. Taking out these guards and the stormtroopers. Who we know are terrible. Don't know why the Empire has them. Because they're terrible at shooting things. Don't know how to fight. Did they even train these guys? It makes no sense. <laughs> like, we know they were bad in Star Wars. But they make them look really bad in this show. That's... One complaint I have about that, like, don't make the Stormtroopers such inefficient um, squadrons. Like, at least let them win some stuff. Come on, guys. But while they're doing that, Mando eventually gets to, he's first supposed to get to the Dark Troopers holding cell and eject them out into space, which I don't understand why you're doing that. You know they can fly and they don't need oxygen. So I don't know what their plan was really. They really didn't think that through. But he ends up, he gets there, 
right when one gets out the door and they're all kind of online one gets out the door he has to fight it and he has a tough time fighting this thing like he flame throws it that does nothing this thing is beating the mess out of mando he's like literally pounded him in his helmet thank good for that best car steal because that man he would have been done he ends up defeating the black trooper with the beskar steerer spike he puts it into his machinery and clicks something or something like that all just to show you how strong this beskar steel is because it's going to come up really really soon in a couple more minutes how strong it is but he ends up pushing him out the airlock jettisons him so while the other team is trying to breach the bridge Moff Gideon's like, ah, I see what y'all doing. He goes down to the child. So when Mando gets to the child, he's like, oh, dang, you're here. Moff Gideon has a child at Black uh, Lightsaber Point. He's ready to do it. He's like, look, hey, I know why you're here. I'm going to kill the child. Well, did we do? I don't know if he wanted to kill him. He really wanted to study him. But he was like, I want you to get off my ship. Everybody leave now. Or harm the child, basically. So when Bo-Katan reaches the bridge, realizes Moff Gideon is not there, she's, you know, upset, clearly. Like, she's there to get the dark saber so she could be um, back on top on Mandalore once they actually try to take over Mandalore or try to rebuild their planet. Dark saber has this mythological uh, leadership thing going on where you get it by winning it in battle. So... She wants to... It's basically a story. The sword has nothing. The sword is just a lightsaber. It's powerful, but it doesn't give you the power to be a leader. It's a story behind the sword, which makes sense. I get it. Their warrior race makes perfect sense. So, Moff Gideon's telling Mandos, like, hey, if you leave, uh, I won't harm the child. I'll let you take the child. You just got to get off my ship. I'll buy this. Mando's like, yeah, that's no problem. I don't want anything else. I don't need the saber. I just want the child. That's all I want. You can have anything else. Um, Moff Gideon clearly is a bad guy. So right when Mando turns his back, Moff Gideon attacks him. Thanks for the best car still. stops him. They get into a fight. The fight wasn't... Oh, I forgot to tell you this, though. Um... The, re- the booting of the black troopers when they're booting up the s- music that plays for them, garbage. Garbage. Some weird techno, psycho thing. It's terrible. Like, y'all could have did some better music on that one. Y'all really could have. Really could have did some better music. But back to Mando and Moff Gideon fighting. They fight. He pulls out the uh, spear. So he's fighting. Uh, I just forgot. Best car steal. Beskar steals spear against the dark saber, and you can see that it's holding up. It's not cutting through, which Moff Gideon told him like he knew everything they were doing, but I guess he didn't know how strong Beskar steel was. So their fight was all right. It felt kind of, it felt like it could have been better. It felt kind of lazy and just weird. Um, understandable. Uh, I always forget how to pronounce his name. Do play him off Gideon. He's an older gentleman, so he's not as spry and limber. But you, you get him a CG guy in there, put him a dub, body double in there, and do these moves. But fight goes on pretty dumb, pretty uh, decent amount of time. A C- couple cool things happen with the Beskar steel and the blades hidden. You can see it heats up the uh, Beskar steel and it goes like orange, bright orange, but it doesn't melt or bend. And then, of course, Mando wins, and he gets a child, and Moff Gideon, he's taking him to the bridge, and 
uh, he shows he shows up at the bridge with the saber in his hand, which I don't understand why he had the saber in his hand. Why did he just put it in his pocket? But clearly they want us to see that he has a saber, the dark saber. Uh, and then Bogotan's face is just, you know, she's pissed. She's like, he's supposed to be mine. Why didn't you call me? He was like, stuff happened. I had to do what I had to do. What's the big deal? He doesn't realize the story with the black lightsaber, how it works. Or I think it's that's what it's called. Whatever. <laughs> Let me know if that's what it's called. Hit me up. But he he doesn't know the story. She does. And Moff Gideon, like, hey, she can't take the saber because she has to beat you in battle. And it's about honor and all this stuff. And he's like, just take the saber. I'll say you beat me. No biggie. Let's move on. That's that's one thing I didn't like about that. I didn't like that he's so adamant about him not taking off his helmet and the um, the reasons for him not taking off the helmet. But he, some reason, can't understand the uh, reason behind her not being able to just take the saber. That makes no sense. That logically doesn't make any sense. He knows he's very religious on this, but can't understand somebody else's religion on this. Maybe that is human humans. That's how we are. Maybe that's true. So maybe that does make sense. Never mind. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> We're all about our own religions. F everybody else's. <laughs> but while they're talking, of course, the dark troopers, you know, fly back to the ship and break back in the ship and come in, they're starting to make their way to the bridge to take over the bridge and Moff Gideon's like ha 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 you guys are all gonna die once my dark trooper gets here somehow somebody's blaster was on the floor he covers it up with his cape it was a little cheesy but I see what he was gonna do <laughs> so they're sitting there uh, trying to figure out what to do um, as the dark troopers are getting closer to the bridge and then Moff Gideon shoots Bo-Katan with the blaster. They disarm him, but he's like, "Ha, still you're gonna die." Blah blah this. And then we see um, an X-wing come in on screen into the ship, and then we start hearing we we see a Jedi appear with a green lightsaber, and of course it's Luke. And so I'm about to say some stuff. Some people really love this. I liked it for the the Jedi action it had, but I did not like that it was Luke. I really wanted it to be somebody else that came and saved them. Um, the one thing I liked about Mandalorian, it wasn't focused on Skywalker. Like it showed the rest of the universe, other people in that universe. Yes, they're Mandalorians and. Boba Fett is a Mandalorian to an extent, and he dealt with Skywalker at one point. But it showed a different part of this universe, which I'm like, why do we have a space universe and we always only focus on one guy? So for me, I literally was disappointed when he showed up and realized it was Luke. Like when I saw the X-Wing, I was like, oh, it's going to be Luke. Like I knew it was going to be Luke, but I was hoping they would do something different. But then when they basically put it out, like, yeah, it's Luke. Oh, I was very disappointed in this whole season at that point. Like, this whole season, not going to lie, season two is better than season one. It's an amazing season. But being that they felt the need to bring Skywalker back into it, it really disappointed me. Because I wanted to see more of Star Wars without Skywalker. Like, he's not the only person in this universe. Like, their Jedis have been around for so long. They're probably even more powerful Jedis than him. 
Let's find those people and talk about their story. Let's see them. But I know Luke is a fan favorite. He's the reason people are into this franchise. So I, I get why they brought him. But I was hoping for somebody else. But he did do some awesome stuff in this fight. He slashed up the black uh, troopers with no problem. Force choked a couple of them. Destroyed them. He's a badass. He was doing his thing. Um, he got to the bridge and Grogu was like kind of communicating him. Oh, that's my computer. Communicating with him through the um, screen because he didn't know he was coming. And it is very reminiscent to spoilers if you haven't watched it. Rogue One's um, um, Dark Vader's scene where he's going after the... Uh, the Freedom Fighters. I forgot their names. I just blanked on their names. And he does his scene where he's just slashing through them. It's very so. It's like father like son. So it was really cool to see it. I just wish it was a different Jedi that had that kind of power that could get through that. And I think other Jedis are that powerful at this time and around to be able to do that. I just wish we'd have seen them. Um, But he saves it. He comes in. He's like, hey, uh, he's I'm looking for you. And he's like, Grogu. Like, no one knew who he was, though. Like, that was weird. No one was like, Skywalker said anything like they knew who he was, which is weird. And then you just let him take Grogu. Even you could tell he's a Jedi because he's got a lightsaber. But is he a good Jedi? He's all he's in all black. Like, he's in all black like he's in Return of the Jedi. Um, so you're like, hey, bruh, is you good or not? What's going on? But he's like, yeah, I heard you call. I'm here for the child. And he's like, um, Grogu's whining a little bit. And um, Mando's like, go with him. He's your people. And he's like, oh, I guess he doesn't want to go with you. And Luke is like, no, he's waiting for you to give him, give him the okay to go, basically. One, another thing about this, Luke's face is jacked up. They do the CGI on it is jacked up. It is bad. It is very bad. Um, I think they got actual Mark Camel to do the lines for this. And then, you know, digitally his face. But it looked bad. I'm sorry. It looked really bad. This how bad it looked. They made sure they cut off his head when he wasn't talking. So when they had the camera shot, they cut his head off. So you didn't have to stare at it. Because it's that bad. But Amando uh, says goodbye. Grogu, like gestures to his helmet and he takes off his helmet so Grogu can see his face everybody's seeing his face I'm like well once again Mando what you doing but it's a, it's a tender moment so he had to show his face to the child so I get that but Pedro Pascal get a little bit of screen time touche uh, then RTD2 is there too so he comes and talks to Grogu and it, I, I know him and um, Yoda wasn't on the best of terms. So it was interesting to see how he reacted to Grogu. But he seemed okay. And then they all just walked off. And I forgot if he, uh, Luke said something else. Or he said, may the force be with you. And he takes Grogu. Uh, Bogotan is alive. They made it weird. I don't know why it is. She got shot. But they didn't immediately show you that she was okay after the shot. They waited a while, so she's all good. And that's the end. Grogu's gone with Luke. Um, we'll see if they'll get a show. 
Uh, I heard rumors they might be getting a show, so that's something to look forward to. But I forgot about this. There was a after credit scene where we get Boba Fett going back to Tatooine and going to... Um, oh, what's the big worm dude's name? I just blinked on his name. Uh, it had come to me. Well, he went back there and there's another guy in charge of it. I forget his name too. Um, and he's like, oh, Boba Fett, I thought you died and blah, blah, this. And Boba shoots him and kills him and takes over. So he's going to be a new crime lord. It's going to be Boba Fett. And he's got a series now called The Book of Boba Fett. It's coming out uh, next, this year, actually, 2021 in December. So we're definitely going to be watching that and talking about that. Uh, and that's the end of season two. Overall, season two, like I said before, great season. Amazing season. I loved it. All the way up until the last episode where I was disappointed in what they decided to do. I understand it. Still disappointed in it. Still a great season. Um, yeah, very interested to see what they do next. Uh, they're going to make another season three. Uh, it's kind of up in the air because there's been some issues with Pedro Pascal. He either doesn't want to be in the mass all the time or wants more screen time or something. I'm not 100% sure, but he got told to leave the set at one point in time. So they're still trying to hatch that out. But yeah, let me know what you guys thought about this episode and the season as a whole. Hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram or Twitter or Blackie Cool at Gmail. Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Also, hit uh, hit the sub on YouTube if you're watching YouTube version. You can hit me in the comments there, too, and let me know what you think. And are you excited for the book of Boba Fett um, and all the other Star Wars shows they've announced they're going to do? Uh, we will be doing a review of Wonder Woman 1986, 1984. I watched it the other day, so look for that coming out soon. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching and all the support. Appreciate it so much. I hope you have a nice, hope you had a good New Year's. We're going into 2021. Hopefully, it's a better year. Um, fingers crossed. Be safe, and I'll talk to you guys on the next one.